You're listening to the Uncensored Direct Marketing Show. This show is designed for direct response marketers who want raw, unfiltered conversion tips and secrets to scale their offers profitably to reach their next million. I'm Maria Sparagas. I'm the founder of Direct Paynet and your host. Now let's dive in. The Bitcoin ETF was finally approved by the SEC. And now if you've been following this path of crypto and the ETFs that were announced a while back, you know that the SEC had a compromise in their X account and the account was hacked and it was announced early, which actually happened to make somebody very, very wealthy. So whichever fraudster actually had planned this shorted Bitcoin and was able to make a ton of money and make out like a king's ransom just because the SEC was just taking so much time and everybody was waiting for this decision. So I'm not really sure why they just kept delaying it, delaying it when, you know, they had announced it um, so many times and why it took so much time. Uh, it feels like there was an opportunity for a cash grab uh, out there, especially because we heard from X that the SEC's account did not have two-factor authentication. I mean, I don't know how it's possible in this day and age for an account as important as the SEC's X account not to have 2FA. But I mean, alas, that's what happened. Their account was hacked and it was compromised and the news came out early. In any case, at this point, it has been approved and it now is ready for purchase. There are 11 different hedge fund companies that are offering this with all different details. So I wanna give you a little bit about my spin on this and what I think is gonna happen to the crypto space. I've been following crypto for over 10 years. I've been speaking at events, uh, especially in the early days about crypto. So I was very interested to hear how this is gonna happen. And it's, it's almost, you know, a dream thinking about the journey that crypto and Bitcoin specifically has, has been on um, from, from, you know, the, the early days of crypto where, you know, if you bought crypto, if you, you had any transactions with crypto, it was seen as very dark and shady to now these, you know, tier one level hedge funds that are now buying uh, crypto and trading it and making ETFs for it. Just to kind of clarify, this Bitcoin ETF will allow your kind of everyday investor to now enter the Bitcoin market. So in the last you know couple of years, there's been obviously a lot more activity in Bitcoin and a lot more people interested in crypto, but there's always been some hesitation because crypto and holding your crypto assets in cold storage is risky. So if you buy crypto and you decide, for example, to hold it yourself, you know, there's, there's risks that, you know, your equipment might be compromised. Um, you know, you may forget some passwords and not be able to access it, or, you know, you may get hacked and lose your crypto. So it's kept a lot of people kind of on the sidelines, not buying crypto for fear of, you know, the unknown and not knowing how to purchase it. Now there are some players like Coinbase that kind of, you know, were able to secure crypto for, for certain people, but you know, it was a little bit more expensive. There was more restrictions and so forth. So some people just kind of stayed on the sidelines and now with the ETF open, it's going to just open this up to a lot more people. And in terms of an investment class, it opens an investment class for a lot of investors who wanted to diversify a little bit and get their feet wet with crypto. Now, the interesting thing is obviously crypto's value has skyrocketed with this news. Um, the ETFs are being you know, sold at very high rates. And that's mainly because people are, are having FOMO. They don't want to miss out on the next big opportunity. Obviously, if, if you follow markets and when there's hype and so forth, things usually kind of 
top up and then start dropping when the hype uh, kind of lessens and people stop talking about it. So, I mean, would I invest myself personally right now in an ETF? I'd probably say no, maybe in a couple of months from now, I would regret that. But I do feel like there's just too much hype and there's things that, you know, are unknown. And markets don't trade as quickly as crypto. So for example, if you buy Bitcoin today and you purchase it and you keep it for yourself, either in cold storage or a wallet of some sort, you buy it at the value, you know what value it is. When you buy through an ETF, usually it is delayed by two days. So the value can fluctuate and you may not be getting exactly what you think you're getting if you're buying a certain amount of the Bitcoin ETF. So to me, just in terms of, you know, altruistic goals of, of crypto and Bitcoin, it feels like the ETF is kind of astray from what the true Bitcoin project was really about. I mean, Bitcoin was created in 2009 after the economic crisis of 2008 to be decentralized and to kind of bring monetary tools to the people. Um, it does feel to me with the ETF and kind of all the institution the institutions that are getting into uh, the ETFs and crypto and so forth that were kind of getting it into the regular financial system and centralizing it again to the big powers to be. So it will be, I feel, harder and harder for your everyday man to to buy crypto and to, to trade, especially in, in BTC and ETH, which are the, the biggest currencies. So I would say I'm happy about the fact that, you know, it crypto is getting legitimized. It's getting the attention uh, that it needs because it does allow for easier trade. It does allow for faster transactions. It does help solve a lot of problems that we have with banking, especially in a B2B space. Now, the thing that, like I said, that makes me a little bit upset, I guess, is that we are moving away from decentralization and moving to centralization. As you can see with, you know, just a handful of companies that are offering the ETFs and uh, they're very, very large, powerful companies. And I do believe that as the ETFs mature, we'll see these ETFs consolidate. Um, so from the initial 11 that are now offering ETFs, you might start seeing, you know, a couple of them merge and so forth. So, um, you know, my personal opinion is I would, I, I'm a wait and see kind of person when it comes to, to investments. And that may help me, that, that may lose me a couple of good investments, but uh, going into an investment because I might have FOMO doesn't feel like the right move for me. And I do want to see what's going to happen. Personally, if I, if I had some money to invest in Bitcoin, I'd probably just buy the cryptocurrency or whether it's Bitcoin or ETH or whatever directly, um, and work with the volatility directly uh, with the currency versus an ETF. But if you don't know much about crypto, you're worried about cold storage, you don't know how to store your, your coins and so forth, the ETF could be a good idea. Uh, but I do eventually think that, you know, the main goal is decentralization and for individuals to have their own custody of their coins and their tokens and so forth, it's best to obviously try to stay true to the Bitcoin project and actually buy your own crypto and store it yourself. Because that was the point of the project, obviously, before um, the big banking sector and so forth got interested in crypto. Now, the positives of this, obviously, you know, we're legitimizing crypto uh, because we have the big names, the big hedge funds that are buying into it. So it does legitimize it. I do believe that there's going to be some more regulations that are going to 
help crypto navigate, you know, what its best use cases are for all the different cryptos, whether it's BTC or ETH or every other currency that comes out, it'll give us a little bit of uh, some parameters of how it can be used. Uh, it'll make the markets and, and individuals feel more comfortable using it since we have big institutions behind it and so forth. And also, I do believe that eventually it will help us trade with other emerging markets. So uh, right now, I feel like BTC and ETH are just too high value and kind of out of the reach of emerging markets. But I do think that there's going to be some new currencies that are going to come into play that are going to be more easily traded and using, you know, lightning networks for faster settlement and so forth that will allow uh, the economy to open up in emerging markets to be able to trade with first world countries and so forth. So I am excited to see what's going to happen. I'm excited to hear what, you know, what new technologies are going to be put out, what new cryptos are going to be introduced into the market that will help people trade more effectively and so forth. And as a business owner, business to business payments are always wonky. Wires take a long time. Um, there's just a lot of scrutiny and so forth. So it would be great to be able to, to have a, an easier way of paying suppliers and, and, and customers and so forth. And Overall, obviously, whenever we have big institutions and so forth backing an asset, it will provide more stability in the market. I mean, if you've been in crypto, even for the last five years, there's been huge swings up and down. Um, and I think, you know, having these types of investments will probably now bring a little bit more stability in the pricing. So if you are to buy crypto directly, if you want to buy BTC, it's probably a good time in the sense of, you know, stability wise, you're probably going to see some growth, but you're not going to see huge swings. Now, obviously people really like when it goes up 300%, but they don't like it so much when it goes down 300%. So at least at this point, uh, I'm thinking, you know, as more institution money comes in, it's going to stabilize the pricing. We will be able to predict a little bit more what the gains are going to be kind of like the stock market and so forth. There could always be black swan events that happen here and there, but obviously when there's more people involved in in, in, in a type of asset class like crypto, the more stability it will bring. Now, the cons and the things that you need to be looking out for is obviously, like I said, if you're buying through an ETF, you're not buying BTC in real time. So the price may fluctuate. You may not be getting exactly what you're thinking you're getting. So that might not be the best thing. But for people who are just kind of scared of buying their own crypto and so forth, that could be a positive. Now, also, like I said, you are not the holder of your crypto. So there have been situations where accounts have been hacked and, you know, people have lost money and so forth. So, you know, you can't discount the fact that they, it may happen. Obviously, the larger the company, uh, the more security, the more, you know, people feel comfortable with it. But, you know, accounts get hacked, people lose money and so forth. So that could be a con. The Like I said, the point of crypto is really for people to have self-custody. Now you're giving that custody away to an ETF or a hedge fund holder. So it's to be seen what's going to happen with that and what's going to happen if there is a big compromise or any issues uh, relating to security with any of the uh, hedge funds. So we'll see. I guess that's a lesson that we're going to learn. If history repeats itself, you know, Crypto is relatively new in our in our world, uh, only been around since 2009, but really only since 2017 when it was actually 
talked about and really started to be traded and, you know, your everyday person was starting to buy it and so forth. Before that, it was just a little bit more underground. But if we are to rely on history and kind of take a look at other things that might be comparable, you've probably heard already that Bitcoin is described as gold 2.0. So if we are to look back to 2004, the first ever spot gold ETF was created in 2004. And what happened is that the market cap at that point was between one and two trillion dollars. Obviously, that's huge. It's very, very large. But what happened after that ETF started in 2004 is within a few years, the market capitalization actually went to 16 trillion dollars. So obviously, it you know eight x eight to to twelve x from there. So although it was already seen as a mature market, gold had been around for hundreds of years. It was a, an asset that a lot of people held and so forth. Creating the gold ETF actually just ballooned everything and a lot of people were very interested in buying into it and so forth and it gained tremendous uh strength so you know obviously if you feel comfortable and you have some money uh lying around it's it might be a good idea to get in involved at this point but i do think that there's still a lot of growths and there's going to be a lot of you know ups and downs and valleys there so you can kind of monitor so even if you don't get in right now um and you want to watch from the sidelines like i'm doing i think in a couple of months you know when when things kind of ease up we'll see where this is going and it might be a good time to buy and traditionally there's always been really a lot of valleys with crypto so although people say you know get in now because you're going to lose out and so forth if we look at the last 10 years and you look at it on a chart there's always been kind of like mountains up and down and so forth so i do believe you shouldn't be a FOMO investor and you should really kind of research and see what the best options are in there. So I just, like I said, I just wanted to give you guys my two cents on, you know, this whole Bitcoin ETF and so forth. I know a lot of you ask me questions about Bitcoin just because it's it's been an area of interest for me for the many, many years. So if you do have any other questions on the Bitcoin ETF or my thoughts on crypto in general, feel free to drop them down below. And I would appreciate a review if you did like this episode. So feel free to give me a five star if you're listening. Thanks once again and hope to see you soon. Hope you found today's session valuable. If you have any questions for me or just want to connect, please feel free to visit my website, mariasparagis.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-S-P-A-R-A-G-I-S.com. I'd love to hear what you're working on. So drop me a line on any hot button issues your business is experiencing. And remember, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. 